Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. The off-season of footy continues on Andy Raymond Unfiltered, where you can listen to any episode at any time. The way we do our interviews means they don't date, so you can download the lot straight away and work your way through them, knowing they're ready to go for when you're ready to listen. It's dream team time, and I've travelled down the road to a studio, well, a dining room table on the Sunshine Coast, to catch up with one of the good guys, 313 first-grade games, I reckon from memory... Only the second prop to achieve the magical 300-game mark. 28 origins, 16 times he wore the green and gold of Australia. Steve Price, how are you, legend? Very good, Andy. How are you, mate? Yeah, I am well. Um, It sounds easy. Pick your best side. Pick your best 13. Uh, Was it easy? Uh, There there were some really easy ones. Just guys that I really enjoyed playing with and guys that I... You know, found it hard to play against yep. that um, were pretty easy choices. And then there was guys who were superstars that um, didn't make the team, which was hard. But, um, yeah, and there's a couple of mates there that aren't in the team either, which Blow ups. really, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll let me know. Yeah. But, yeah, can't fit everyone. Now, mate, it mustn't have been too easy because you said, okay, I'll do the 13. Then you messaged me saying – how about 17? And I've turned up and you've said, I've got a squad of 24. <laughs> yeah, we're in COVID, mate, so. There you go. Well, you need a squad. You do. Okay. Um, who have we got at fullback? Fullback, I've got Carmichael Hunt. Um, wow. State of origin. He was one of my favourite players to play with. Uh, courageous, just absolutely, t- you know, catapulted himself back. Um, very, very good communicator. Told us where to be, when to be, why to be there. And um, I, I obviously like chasing the kickers. So most of the origins when Kay was playing, I think, was Joey, who was one of the greatest kickers of all yeah. time. So I even loved chasing him more. Mm. And uh, a win for me was when Kay was catching on the full and yeah. absolutely ripping back because it was almost like a hit-up I didn't have to do. Yep. Um, he'd, you know, he'd catch it on the run and just rip back in. And it, it was he was inspiring. Uh, it's really a shame that he went and played the other sports, yes, because I think he would have been a really, really like he's a big name in rugby league, anyway, and and I'm really proud of him going and trying other sports, yep. but yeah, he's a superstar. Could have been, yeah. yeah. Um, interesting, you mentioned he's a good communicator. That role of the the fullback, I got no doubt changed from when you debuted in the early '90s to when you retired. That the fullback became the communicator, the talker, the boss of a footy side, especially defensively. Yeah, and particularly in the middle, you know, it's so fast, say in origin, you you don't have time to think. So you got the voice yakking in the background letting you know where to go. Yep. It's just so easy just to react to it. And he was always spot on. So he's numbering up and when there was key players going to certain sides, he, he was onto it before they did it. So it was okay. really good. Okay, Carmichael at the back. Who have we got on the wings? 
Uh, first winger I've got is Eric Grace Sr. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was a bit of a para sort of supporter when I was a kid. Were you really? Yeah. There you go. I just like how they played footy and, yeah. and Guru was he was powerful and, you know, very quietly spoken, I suppose, off, yeah. off the field, but he was an animal on the field and mm. loved how he played. And my other wing is Ruben Wickey. Um, yeah, obviously young Rubes yes. at Canberra. I uh, got to play with Rubes at the Warriors and absolutely loved playing with him. Mm. Uh, he was terrifying to play against. Yeah, and um, just how his game changed, you know, start on the wing, went to centre and ended up in the front or second row in the front row and was dynamic in every one of those positions. So uh, tough, um, very respected. Uh, going to the Warriors was... You know, I won the lotto when I went to the Warriors yeah. with Ruben Wiki, um, the young boys, and the public of New Zealand absolutely idolised him. So, with guys like Ruben, proof to the cliche that the tough ones don't have to tell you they're tough; they just show you. Like, and they—I'm not going to mention names, but there's plenty of guys that talk a massive game and have done for years. Ruben's the silent guy. Um, that just proved it each and every week. When he when he was quiet, that's when you were more scared <laughs> because you knew something was going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he was so inspirational to play with um, and he was extremely respected to play against. So, And played, you know, over 300 games mm. and, you know, unbelievable for the Kiwis. Yeah, just a superstar. Jeez, we've got some muscle and we've only done the back three. What about the centres? <laughs> uh, so I've gone Brent Tate. As one centre, I sort of have to. But, no, Tatey, again, Origin, um, there's probably three players in Origin that you knew were – oh, probably four, in my opinion. Yep. Like it was, you know, Petro, Tatey, um, Kay and Nate Miles. Those yep. guys, you knew what you were going to get and yep. they were outstanding in State of Origin for Queensland. So Tatey was one of those. Um, you know, I've known him since he was three years old. Obviously married his sister and just really proud of what he achieved. Mm. But at Origin time, he he led with enthusiasm and toughness and performance. So I loved playing with him, um, particularly yep. at the Warriors. And, um, and, and made plenty of adversity over the years yeah. for Brent who continued to fight his way back and excel like he was never just the passenger either. No, and to come back, well, from three or four yeah. knee recons, uh, you see guys who, who aren't the same player when they come back from yep. one, but Brenos did it, you know, four times. So he, um, yeah, he was he's like a, a cactus, mate. They keep chopping it down, he keeps yep. going back, you know, and uh, every challenge he was faced with, he'd take it on and he'd, he'd go even higher than what he did before, so. Mate, and with, with Tatey, something not a lot of people know, um, Greatest middle name in the history of middle names. Winton. Winton. <laughs> is, there, is there a backstory for Winton? Oh, I think I think it might be a family okay. um, name. Like I think it's through the family. Yeah. So, but yeah. Brent, Winton, Tate, and we know you're listening, Wint. Uh, who have you got with the great men in the centres? Um, the mighty Mal Meninga. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously I had Mal as coach. I played against Mal in his last few years. Yep. Um. Yeah, he was just a monster, incredibly strong, um, just a, a huge, you know, person in yep. regards to – he walked into the room, you knew he was in the room. He just presence. had a huge yep. presence on the field uh, and off the field and just a, a, an unbelievable guy, very inspirational and mm. um, just actually played 
didn't have to really talk too much. You played against him. Did you get to play rep footy with him? No, nah, I didn't. No, nah, you missed out, but yeah. then you were coached by him yeah. in rep footy. Yeah. Um, one of the very few guys that's his presence has been maintained in coaching uh, – and the legends actually probably got bigger of Mal Meninga as the way he's conducted himself. And he, to this very day in 2022, he's still got that presence. Some guys do, some guys don't. Yeah, and I think the big thing for him, obviously he took over Queensland and he really brought a lot of, a lot of stuff back yep. that had gone for a few years. Mm. And then to then take over Australia yeah. and with Queensland so dominant when Mal was the coach mm. and he brought that Australian team together with, so many different personalities from both states. And the New South Wales blokes almost loved playing under him more than the Queensland guys. I bet they did. Which was incredible, you know. Yeah. So it just goes to show he's learned a lot as a player and as a coach. Like he coached Canberra and probably didn't go the way he wanted to. But um, then when he came in at Origin, he actually worked out the the formula, you know, and, and did it really, really well. And he was just himself. So Brent Winton, Tate, and Malcolm Norman Meninga in the centres. I think they're probably the only two middle names I do know of anyone. Uh, <laughs> what about our halves, mate? Halves, uh, I've gone for Andrew Johns as halfback. Yep. I, um, he's the best player I've played with and against. Is that right? Yeah. He, he could kick off either feet, yep. um, you know, both for goal and in general play. He could pass, hit on the chest, long, short. He told you – what to do, and if you did it and he decided to pass it to you, things would happen. If he didn't pass it to you, then other things would happen. He, wow. He, he just had a great footy brain, or he has a great footy brain. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I actually think that he made the game evolve. You know, yeah. even in Rugby Union started to pick up, he brought his own kicking video out, which yep. you started seeing Dan Carters and guys like this yeah. actually listening. And mm. even the, the um, you know, the, the torpedo kickoff and in general play, banana kicks, all of that sort of stuff he actually brought into Vogue. Mm. I know that they'd been done before, but he actually mastered it and brought into his game. Um, He could tackle as well. Yeah, he could. You know, so you wouldn't run straight at him because he was was a passenger and and he was very competitive. So I I love chasing kickers Mm. and I loved doing it on Joey because I knew he hated it. Yeah. Um, And, you know, when I played – if I didn't quite get to him, I'd, I'd try and push him over yep. to put him on the ground in the first couple of minutes yep. and he would blow up. Like, yeah, would he? Yeah. And yeah. I knew that if he was upset about me yeah. doing that, then he was still going to play amazing. I would not say anything back to him because yep. that would just get him yeah. you know, into yeah. the other. So he had him angry about yeah. he sort of call you all these names and everything like that. And, um, yeah, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. When you play with a with a half like that, because you wouldn't have played a lot, it would have just been for Australia. For Australia, and they come in and say, "I want you to do this, and I want you to run there." It's a lot of trust from you putting your body on the line. But does he just deliver? Yeah, hundred percent. So, I I'd played against him plenty of times, but to mm-hmm. play with him and when he did exactly what you said, wow! And when you did it, and if you didn't do it, he'd tell you, and pretty clear he'd tell you yeah he'd let you know that that wasn't what he wanted yeah and then you knew if you did what he wanted then there was a reason why that's why he wanted you to do it jeez who have you got partnered with uh Uh, i've got johnny thurston jt yeah yeah obviously had a um big relationship with john a you know a young kid coming down to the bulldogs and um was a bit of a part of that 
and then at the Bulldogs, yep. you know, he did struggle homesickness-wise, which mm. I'd gone through as well. And um, having come down from Toowoomba and all that sort of stuff, and then obviously what he did, uh, mm. grand final day was quite um, remarkable. Tell the, tell the story, Pricey. Oh, just this is you know, I, I was out injured from my yep. knee. It was my last game for the club. Jono's last game for the club. He decided to go to the Cowboys. And um, after the game, uh, we got presented our – Oh, the boys got presented their grand final rings for winning the premiership in uh, in 04. And that year was the first time they put the numbers on the ring of the playing number. And folksy, um, you know, thankfully named me as number 10, even though I wasn't going to play, but just out of respect. And John O was number 18. And everyone got different ring numbers on that day. I don't know why, but they jumbled them up. And the ring that John O got was number 10. So he walked straight up and gave it to me and said, this is yours, this isn't mine, I don't deserve this as much as you. And he was 20 years old, first grand final, um, didn't know whether he was going to play another one. Um, it's classy, isn't it? It was always, you know, we'd spoken to the NRL, everyone was always going to get a ring, but that didn't matter. Mm. He didn't know that, but it didn't matter to him, you know. And I think it just shows, you know, what he's become. Yep. Um, there's a lot of those things that had happened through his life that that's why he's so humble and, you know, he'd become the player that he became and the person that he is. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Okay, the back line, Carmichael Hunt is the fullback. The wing is Eric Groth and Ruben Wickey. The centres, Brent Tate, Mel Meningo. The halves, Jonathan Thurston and Andrew Johns. Now up to the real fellas. Who you got at lock? At lock, I've got Bobby Lindner. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Bobby uh, – so when I was under-9s my first year from playing footy in Toowoomba, yep. our coach said to go home and watch Origin. It was 1983. Yep. Go home and watch Origin. And whoever plays in your position, I want you to play like them on the weekend. And uh, back then it was the numbers, like it was number eight. Eight would have been lock. lock. Yeah. yeah. So Bobby was wearing number eight and I was lock mm. for my team. So I watched him and I, I loved how he played. He, mm. he wasn't the biggest name in that team. No. Um, he did all the stuff he had to. He would nearly always get me in the match. Yep. He was a guy that looked like the other boys really enjoyed playing with. Mm, yeah. He played by the rules. He wasn't a dirty player and um, just gave his absolute all. Mm. Played well above, you know, his potential every time he played for Queensland. So I uh, got to meet him in Swamba when I was 15. <laughs> I was working at Red, uh, Big Rooster and uh, he walked in at Christmas time and obviously noticed who he was. He ordered one large chips and a whole chicken. Yeah. And he walked out with three large chips and three chickens. <laughs> But I raced out after him and mum always said, if you ever come across anyone that you do idolise, make sure you say good day to them. Yep. And so I did. I was absolutely packing my pants and smelling like real chicken but in my um, gum boots and shook his hand and introduced myself and he was awesome. Gave me time. Um, you know, obviously, I was there for family reasons. It was wow. Christmas time and yeah. that made me want to do it even more. So got a lot to thank him for. Big responsibility being uh, an NRL player or an elite sports person because 
impressionable young kids are impressionable and those first impressions do count as you've just recalled. And you got no idea, mate. Like yeah. he had no idea that he, that he would have that – like he already had that influence on me yeah. but then to reinforce that. Yeah. If he had gave me no time, then I would have been disappointed and yep. probably would have thought differently of him. Yep. But I would have had no idea what was going on in his, mm. his life at the time, you know. Anything yep. could have been going on, which I sort of appreciate now. But yeah. um, it is really important to um, any moment you get, you know, you make the most of every moment with whoever it is. Okay, who you got in the second row, buddy? In the second row, I got, um, as I said before, Nate Miles. Yep. Nate, he was, um, again, like John A, come through the Bulldogs, um, was in the house, yep. homesick again, Queensland yeah. boy. But, um, yeah, whenever he played Origin, just unbelievable. Mm. Uh, a guy that I was really glad that I put a step in my game because if you ran straight at Nate, he'd, He'd clean you out. Yeah, so, flatten you. Yeah, just tough as nails and quite skillful. Yep. And um, just a really good guy. Yeah. And the other second row is Sammy Burgess. Um, I didn't – I played against Sammy, I think, when he was 18. I think it was World Cup. Wow. In Melbourne. We played the Poms. Would he yeah. have played in that? Yeah. And I think, I think he played in that. He was really young. And that was the only time I think I played against him. Yeah. Um, because obviously he was in England and then he came out to Australia and I, I think I'd finished when he'd come to play for South. Yeah, you would have, just like the way he played his footy. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, big, aggressive, um, skillful, uh, quick, very mobile, good motor um, and a, re- a great leader, you know, just yep. led by example. So I think that grand final epitomised Sam Burgess. You know, he was my favourite player, I suppose, when I first retired. I agree. Um, yeah, and probably a shame he went to rugby. He, he wasn't yeah. the same player when he came back, but still outstanding. Still a great career, but yeah, punctuated by the, yeah. the time in rugby. Um, okay, front row. Yeah, me, me good mate, Buller, Petro, yep. Sivan Seaver, and um, Arthur Beetson. Yeah. I, I would have loved to have played with Artie. I heard a lot about him and, you know, the size of the man and the skill that he had. Yep. Um, and, you know, just in the time that he played, Everyone came after him mm. because he was so good. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, he, he just mesmerised. Mm. He was like a halfback playing front row. Yep. And Petro, just tough. You knew you were going to get unbelievable bloke, you know, one of the yeah, nicest blokes you'll ever meet in your life and absolutely love playing Origin mm. um, right beside him. It was awesome. The pair of you too nice to be front rowers, I reckon. <laughs> Well, you know, I'd stand behind him, that's for sure. Yeah, he was the man. Okay, who have you got uh, hooking the scrum? Yeah, I've got Cam. Yep. Um, just too smart, mate. Yeah. He, even when he first come in, you know, we called him 40-20. He's uh, 20 years old but looked 40. Yeah. And acted 42, you know. He, he was just so far in front, um, very skillful, really loved playing with him. It made my job a lot easier um, as a front rower and particularly in origin. Mm. When you don't get much time, yeah. But um, he would engage markers all the time, and um, yeah, even defensively, he's not a big body, but he always played his role really well. And and obviously, his longevity incredible. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so the starting thirteen: Carmichael Hunt, Eric Groth, Senior, Brent Tate, Mel Meninga, Ruben Wiki, Jonathan Thurston, Andrew Johns. Uh, the forwards: Bob Lidner, Sam Burgess, Nate Miles. Arthur Beats and Cameron Smith, Petro, Sivan, Siva. So we've got one New Zealander, one Englishman, 
two New South Welshmen, nine Queenslanders. Uh, run us through your bench, Pricey. So my versatile player is the uh, great T Lamb. Yeah. Yeah, I um, yeah, awesome to play with. Uh, when yeah. I first went to Canterbury, uh, as I said, I was a bit of a Parramatta supporter yeah. as a kid. So they were arch rivals, Parramatta and Very Canterbury, much. and and Bar was probably um, not my favourite player when you're looking at Brett Kenny to yeah. a Terry Lamb. Bar was tough and you know in your face, whereas Bert was more skillful and yeah. and sleek. And when I first got to, well, the first person I met. At Belmore, after Peter Moore, obviously, was Terry Lamb. Was it really? Bar came up to me and introduced himself and just sort of said, you know, anything you need, mate, come and see me. If I can't yep. help you, we'll find someone who can. And wow. that was incredible. So uh, all I want to do is play in play with him before he retired. Yep. And I was lucky enough that I did. Yeah. And then he played another year after that. So, yeah, incredible player. And with his injuries and his – you know, his body was sort of given away, but you wouldn't have known it when you played with him. No. Looking at him train through the week, he couldn't do most of the stuff with us, but you wouldn't have known it as an opponent or as a teammate on the field. He just very mentally strong yeah. and, and had really, really good, you know, vision. Like his support player was incredible. He Wasn't it? Absolutely. Just ran up the middle all day. Okay, Terry Lamb in 14. Uh, next one is Glenn Lazarus. So Lazo, yeah. I think, would be my toughest opponent. Um, Obviously, when I got moved in the front row, I tried to look at different players that I could sort of model my game on. And I didn't want to change how I played too much. I was a back rower, so I wanted to still be sort of agile and that type Mm -hmm. of thing. But um, Lazo was obviously the stud at the time. He was the man. And, um, you know, had won comps and playing for Australia and, and all that sort of stuff. So I got to room with him in the Aussie. Okay. In the Aussie camp. Um, when I first made the Kangaroos and and played against him, and he was the reason why he was tough. He's such a big body, yes, but he's so athletic. Yep, and he had a good motor on him. If you went high on him, he'd bump you off. If you yep. went low on him, you'd bump you off. Yep, it, and he was just too hard to wrap right around. So, and I'm a biggish guy, so yeah. I couldn't half imagine what it'd be like for an Alfie or yeah. a Jeff Tuvey or someone yeah. like that. So. Oh, um, yeah, just really tough to play against. And obviously every team he played in won. Yep. So yeah, he's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, we'll add Lazo. Number 16, I've got Norm Proven. Yeah. Uh, would, again, would have loved to have played with Norm. I uh, heard all about him. Mm. I went to many uh, kangaroo reunions. Yep. And just one of the most amazing men mm. I've ever met. Like all the stories you hear about what he achieved as a rugby league player, yep. but when you speak to him, just his knowledge and his personality and mm. he's just genuine, you know. It was really sad when he passed and, yeah. um, you know, it's great that he's recognised in our game the way he is. Um, what a record. But just an what incredible human, too. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would have loved to have got to have played. That's a great addition. Who uh, takes out the final spot the on the The final pond. spot is Big Sonny, Sonny Bill Williams. Yep. Um, obviously, he was only a kid when I was at the Dogs. And, um, yeah, he was a freak. Athlete, um, aggressive, skillful, mm. fast, whatever you want to put yeah. in there, he had it. So um, probably the prototype back rower at the time. Yep. You know, when the game was changing, Super League going in, you know, to sort of the NRL and – Sort of unlimited, uh, unlimited interchange went to interchange mm. numbers and yeah, Sonny was. Question is, 
If Sonny hadn't have left, is he in the conversation for best ever? Oh, I reckon he would have been up there. The way he was going. Yep, the, so th- the only thing that would have probably slowed him up was his injuries. Yeah. Because early on he had his shoulder yep. a number of times and then his knees. Yep. Um, I'm not saying that rugby helped him play longer, but I, I just think the way he played rugby league, yeah. he was probably going to shorten his career. Yep. Um, which, yeah. Uh, Okay, who else is part of the, the touring squad? So my 18th man is little Stacey Jones, the general. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously had played against Stace a lot and then had the opportunity to play with him at the Warriors and just a genius, just yeah, a great brilliant. player. Uh, Darren Lockyer, yep. number 19. Lockyer, you don't have to say much about him. No. Great leader and fantastic player. Um, then I've got Big Dell, Wendell Saylor, yeah. yeah. Um, then I've got Shrek, Mark O'Mealy. Yep. Um, I've got Hazamel Masri, um, Big Haz, number 22. And I've got Duncan Thompson, number 23. So obviously coming from Toowoomba, um, you know, Duncan's name is massive oh, up yeah. home. And to sort of know what he did as a player and then to come back as a coach and then almost completely change rugby league yep. in the contract, you know, contract rugby league. Yeah. Um, and then – it was a real toss-up between my last two, but I've gone for Lasso, Gary Larson. Yep. Again, one of the greatest blokes. Um, I roomed with him my first origin. Did I, you really? I um, trained with him my first origin. Yeah. And his training philosophy is incredible. Like, you, you could tell why he played the game the way he did. Mm. Uh, he was just an Adonis, you know, a freak of an athlete. So, And the other guy that just missed out, probably Duncan Hall again, Yep. A guy up home that's synonymous, mm. achieved it all everywhere else, but was so incredible. People moved to Toowoomba because of, you know, Duncan Hall yeah. and, and Duncan Thompson. Cracking 13, 17, 24, 25. <laughs> Hard to beat this one. Always a pleasure, Mag. Thanks for stopping in. Too easy. That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter and Monday's is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had. Best drinkers, best looking, who knows? There's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them and we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.